Welcome to the Batphone Podcast, where we talk about combat sports, comic books, gaming, pop culture, and anything else my friends want to talk about. Hosted by yours truly, Nick Batman Hughes. Picking up the Batphone this week is the king himself, Farouk. Now, let's see if I can butcher your last name. Majedovic. Majedovic, but... No! Two weeks in a row. It's the C at the end. It's the C, Majedovic. Man, Um, I've been saying it wrong for 15 years. Close to a lot of people, though. (laughs) No, man, it's a tongue twister. Thank you so much for coming in today and having a chat. Pleasure, man. man. Thanks for having me. Look, I think when I I did the little write-up about you on Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff like that, I'm thinking it through it. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> He's probably done more than I'm giving him credit for, but you've literally done everything and you've been doing it forever, leading from the front. And now you're leading the next generation into what is a very bright future with yeah. Matrix MMA as well. And again, just like what I said when I talked to the Element guys, this stuff does not happen overnight. I no, remember you right. competing. I remember you being in... At SABJJ, when we were upstairs at Marden, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you've been there from the very beginning and you've stayed dedicated and passionate throughout that entire time. And that has really shown itself in the way that you carry yourself now as not only a black belt under the Australian elite team, which is incredibly prestigious, but the leader of an academy which is really done wonders for uniting different communities together and the number one thing that everyone keeps saying is how does Farouk become so generous whether it's Jesse from Armour or Adam saying you know he put up his gym for free and you know this is a prolific thing that everyone keeps saying Mm. super nice super generous community minded leads from the front he's fought in MMA he's fought in BJJ like you are that you are what Diego Caruso holds so highly, you know, like that, the peaceful, respectful and humble warrior. And man, I, I've, I've witnessed it for years and years and years. And thanks for asking you to come on the podcast is in my hopes that other people get to see it as well yeah. properly and yeah. get to hear it from you as well. I mean, yeah. I can ramble on all day, man, but I've got to ask you the questions. Yeah. How did you get into jujitsu? Where did this all start? Please. Oh man, um, thanks, thanks for, for that man, I appreciate it, um, it's good to be part of the community um, and that's what I wanted to do, I wanted to be part of the community, I wanted to um, uh, get into some sort of martial arts and, uh, and um, just uh, watching uh, the early UFCs on tape, you know, and um, watching, watching those UFCs and I've seen him taking people down, Royce Gracie and I was like, man, I want to learn this one day, man, this is something <laughs> new, I haven't seen this before. And um, yeah, it's been uh, to finally get into it, and to, you know, I started uh, went to see um, Pete when I was in Teverton there, mm-hmm. and uh, Big Pete and uh, Sean Black, and um, started like a lot of people started with uh, uh, Pete O'Shea trying to get out of his side control and stuff, <laughs> and failing, um, yeah, <laughs> failing, and. Um, and yeah, you know, just um, started there and then, um, you know, he thought about it a lot and then finally I said, look, I'm going to do it, you know, and then um, I, st- I started at um, SABJJ on, uh, in, uh, on Prospect Road, mm-hmm. just down the road. And um, yeah, man, just uh, started there and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a long road, but um, it was, um, yeah, just uh, 
just good to start and, and get underway. And there was a lot of um, lot of ups and downs, a lot of breaks, a lot of injuries, and yeah. you know, growing up as well. And um, but it was um, yeah, that, that, that's how I started. But always been into sports, always been for basketball, cricket, soccer. Um, uh, you know, always played a lot of basketball, and um, it was good to uh, it was good to find um, jujitsu and uh, get into it, and just um, yeah, just just uh, just to compete. Because I remember mm. watching my mate, uh, his brother, uh, he was uh, competing in judo, and I remember when I was like eighteen, and I was watching him um, doing drop sienagis on people in the <laughs> gi, and I go, man, I want to do that, man, I want to compete one day, and um, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the first competition was it was probably the happiest time. The Australian um, uh, Australian Cup in two thousand and seven with SABJJ oh, yeah. went down there, and uh, two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven, um, and trained for a bit. I started training the prospect with um, uh, Dave De Conti, who was a blue belt at the time. <laughs> Tiyama was a purple belt. Um, Dan Lawson was a blue belt wow. as well, and and both all these guys were smashing me. And uh, they're like, man, you could have a, have a crack, man. I reckon you'll do good, you know. And then we went down. I think you were there as well. We all went down there and um, competed. And uh, I ended up winning the Open in the in the in the White Belt, mm. a White Belt Open. And um, man, that was that was the best feeling winning that one, man. That was um, <laughs> out of all the wins, that was the best one. That first one was like, yeah, finally, all this uh, the dream is 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 come alive and. And yeah, that was a that was a good time. Man, I remember all of that shit. Like all the guys you mentioned as well, man, including yourself, they're all black belts now. Yeah. If yeah. you'd have told us then that we would actually achieve that level, we would have told you, fuck off. Oh, no, we would have no. been like, there's no possible way yeah, was that no that could happen. There's no yeah. black belts. There's not even a possibility of us being black belts. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and the and to my knowledge, the first black belt who came to South Australia and started teaching him was Bomba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, after when he come down and then he took, uh, Mikey was under him. I remember mm. training with them and, um, you know, I remember Bomba screaming, no knee bars, don't <laughs> knee bars for all. <laughs> How um, times have changed. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, tra- training with him and going away with them boys. And um, I remember us going to Melbourne and uh, hanging out St Kilda and yeah. going to this Ackland Street. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that was that was you know that was dream come true just to be able to um, hang out with martial artists, compete in a huge competition, mm. uh, and um, in Melbourne and the scene was popping off over there and just to be part of it was a dream come true. Mm. That was something I always remember. You know. Whenever I speak with people who come from that era, those are the things they bring up. Those trips to Melbourne, the Pan Packs, Vic States, Oz yeah. Cup. Like, I really hope it doesn't get lost yeah. to a certain extent because there's so many different competitions now. You don't necessarily need to travel and, and go here and go yeah. there. I know that Beachside uh, are doing a team travel. They're yeah. doing it this weekend for the Australian Jiu-Jitsu Cup. And every single person who goes on that trip in 10 years' time, they're going to be talking about that trip just like you and me are because yeah. it, it's more than just the trip it's especially to us at the time just i know exactly it's hard to encapsulate the exact feeling that we were all feeling at that point in time but we are all comrades traveling together to go and do battle but it was so positive man because jujitsu wasn't as widespread as it is now so like it was kind of niche and there was a a price you pay for entry you know what i mean at that point in time and just to 
every single person on the mat you respected. Every single person, you know, whether they are competing at white belt, competing at blue belt, it didn't matter. Just mm. seeing them step on the mats and put it on the line and have those matches everyone oh, yeah. there's all the stories afterwards the stories of the matches whatever happened off the off yeah. the mats as well and i remember you winning you were the man like when it came to competing and you still are really like to oh, be honest with you man i i don't know of anyone i try to think of a person i think maybe diego yeah who has competed as early as you and as late as you yeah, in, in their career. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it. You know what I mean? I, I retired. I'm, I'm a shambles, but you know, I, I found my place as a little nerd analyst in the corner. That's what I'm good at. You know, oh, that's okay. what I'm good at doing, but you lead from the front and you always have, man, you always have, you were a feared competitor and you still are a feared competitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing you out there, you know, at the first Oz Cup 2007 and the first state championships that we had one year later, yeah. that was the first state championships ever in yeah. South Australia. And I remember, I remember winning that as a white belt and feeling the exact same way. Yeah. And felt like yeah. it was literally, without question, the greatest accomplishment I'd ever yeah, made same. in my life up to that yeah. point. And then it just kept going. There was more state championships. There was yeah. Synergy Pro. Uh, there was Pan Packs, more yeah. Oz Cups throughout the years because that's, you know, all that we had yeah. through that time period. As soon as a new comp popped up, Farouk pops up. Yeah. Grappling Industries on, Farouk's in there. AGC's on, Farouk is in there. Yeah. All of the Invitationals, all the Superfires, all the M16 Opens. I mean, seeing you up on the stage um, representing Matrix in the mm. team championship, yeah. I feel like, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I feel like that could have been a potentially a pretty special moment for you, man. Yeah. Because that's what you built that gym. And to yeah. compete with them as a team is completely unique. And again, something that we never really would have thought would have no, been No, never, no, never. You know, like it was, you always want to start a gym, but it's kind of like, um, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing, you, you know, like I've, I've started, um, you know, when, when Mikey separated and went on his own, I started with him and his new club and then, uh, when Dan Lawson went to start his club, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I went and trained with him. So I've seen how the, how how these clubs started up, and then I, um, you know, after having a break for a while, I never n never had an intention to do it. But my intention was to um, uh, had a few friends um, like Errol, Ian Thompson, mm -hmm. uh, Yugoslav. Um, they they wanted to train, but they didn't have nowhere to train. So I said, look, I'm just going to get a shed and uh, put some mats down. <laughs> and uh, so I went I went to this place, and there was uh, the guys from Low and Slow, um, um, the bar the bar and grill. They um, they had a shed, and they were cooking uh, these um, slow roasted uh, <laughs> beef, you know. And uh, so I put some mats down, and at the start it was it's daunting because I was like, oh, you know. You know, it's a bit, it's a bit scary to start start something new. And um, but I went through what we started, uh, put the mats down, and we were training. And uh, you know, we had to deal with the smoke from when I was cooking and, <laughs> and that. the smell, just wanting to eat every twenty seconds. And um, and then uh, Alan Rusmir was training with us as well, and he was like, uh, one of my guys wants to start uh, learning, and I go, nah, I go, don't do it, man, because it's going to turn into a club now. It's going to get, too, <laughs> it's going to get too big, you know. And uh, and then you know he kept he kept pestering me pest, pestering me. I said, look, I'll bring him down. We'll teach him. And then it started from there. More and more people came. Then I ended up um, shout out to the Bosnian club. The Bosnian club mm. um, let me let me rent the space from them. And um, 
one thing led to another. We renovated it. We extended it once. We extended it twice. And and uh, you know it was uh, just to get the people together, get yeah. the, get the friends together, and um, it's just it's just been a beautiful thing watching it grow and and you know doing that team series was um, you know it was a lot of fun and it's just. Uh, I just feel proud of everyone getting together, you know, all the people that add their different flavour and their different, their presence mm -hmm. and, and, and stuff in, in the club, it just makes it, it's about everyone, you know, like uh, someone has to lead and the leaders lead, but, you know, for me it's about everyone there and um, it was, um, it's just good to be a part of the scene still. Mm -hmm. I look at it like it's just good to be, um, um, you know, have the people together just like when we went to Melbourne and everyone all that camaraderie and 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 just the the environment of, yeah. of, of martial artists and, and people coming together for for a positive thing you know people hanging out uh, when people hang out if you're hanging out in a negative way or, or doing if you're not doing something no direction then it's, it's kind of like um, you know people need a purpose and martial arts jiu-jitsu you know you get good friendships, you get good training, everyone's fit and, and other, you know, they want to branch off into kickboxing, MMA and, and you know, just incredibly proud of all the people and uh, that are there now and, you know, and now that we're getting a bit older and, uh, yeah, like you said, passing on the torch to the younger generation, mm -hmm. they want to compete, they want to teach and it's just good to have us uh, mature guys pushing the younger guys and girls and, you know that's um, that's awesome, man. Like yeah. like what you're doing, what we're doing, and uh, and then we come together in yeah. comps and compete against each yeah. other, and we know what it is. You know we've coached on opposite sides many times, and we know what it is. It's about the whole thing. We yeah. can't be there one of us without the other one. There. Exactly. And 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 yeah. we we go hard, but it's always been that respect, and um, you know we've we've learned over the years that, that how much we need each other and other gyms and stuff like that. Yeah. And that, yeah, that makes awesome and competing. I feel like the camaraderie has come back around as well. There was certainly, because we were training from the same place mm. in the beginning, there was a real unified sense. Then there sort of became the, the big three to a certain extent. There was uh, SABJJ, ISA Health and Aruda were like the big three. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, more gyms started popping up after that. But I feel like the more gyms that, that came up and the more that time passed, there was less adversary and way more camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, especially where we stand right now. It's just like you yeah. articulated just then. It's like we all understand now that we need each other. Exactly. And right. when you've seen that same guy there coaching for 15 years, legit mm. 15 years, that's not just a number. That's a mm. real passage of time. Yeah. You're going to respect him. Yeah. 100%. There must be something to that. You know, and you've seen them on the mats, you've seen them in the academy, and you've seen them growing the community. Yeah. Your intention was to put together a shed, some mats, and a, a afford people opportunities to train. Yeah. That is the single best intention yeah. to start any type of group or club or anything, mm -hmm. anything you can think of, man. And the fact that you chose to do it in martial arts is so commendable. Mm -hmm. The common trait of people like yourself, I see it with Lachlan Warren, I see it with Miles Simpson is that they're understated, but hyper-valued. 
You know what I mean? Like it's not lost on anyone yeah. what you've actually achieved. And yeah, it's kind of a natural progression to it a is. certain extent, mm. but it takes dedication yeah. and, it, and it takes foresight and then it takes resources as well. Yeah, People do put money into it yeah. because they want, they're not necessarily, they're not putting money into it to get money out of it. That's right. They're trying to put money into it so that it can keep going because keep going. we understand the importance of having an institution like Matrix, like Trinity, yeah. like Aruda. You know, like Australian elite team, yeah. think about how incredibly generous and community minded Nino is Oof, amazing. and, and amazing. have a look at the institution that he has created in Australian elite team yeah. and the caliber of human beings yeah. that come out of that academy. Amazing. Amazing. That's what we're doing this all for. Yeah. And that's what you've created as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you did move uh, into the Bosnian club and you set up the new facility of, of what is matrix today, yeah. man, it was just such a clean and beautiful environment is no wonder people felt positive when they went in yeah. there. I'm just, it's so commendable. Mm. And I guess what I'm trying to say is like, the people that come out of your academy, it's going to be just like me. Yeah. And it's because of you. Yeah. It's because of you. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, just, um, that's the thing. Um, yeah, you just, uh, you're putting it, you're putting into the gym because you, um, you know, just to um, just to keep it all going, just to keep um, keep that. Uh, once you see how how that uh, environment builds and how much it means to the people, you're just thinking about how you're going to make it better. You know, and uh, put as much resources in as you can, and uh, just um, just to making this thing grow. Just just for just for just for everyone to um, be a part of it. You know, it's um, like Nino's. Yeah, shout out to Nino and that like. Just uh, what he's done over the years, you know, like uh, we always seen him growing his gym and stuff like that. And um, but then after, when you do it yourself, like mm. I didn't know how much, uh, you know, when you're young and you're training at a gym, I didn't see quite um, what it means to 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 run it and to um, you know di- didn't didn't see how much the instructor went through with everything, but. Mm. Once you actually do it, become an instructor and go through all the because it's ups and downs with the gym, yeah. you know, yourself. It's um, a lot of times it's like, man, this is it's challenging, it's um, it's it, especially at the start, it's it's it has its challenges and it's a lot of responsibility. But um, but then when you when you are a coach and you've been doing it for a while, you start to respect all the other coaches, what they've been through with their gym, you know, that they're not, you know they're dealing with a lot of people mm. and it's not easy and and then after i'd done it and i had the gym for like maybe over four years i started to really respect other coaches yeah. because i knew how hard it was too you know and um how to you know deal with different people and to coach people and to be patient with people and and then you when you when you see what it's like you only know when you've been through it you know and then when you see uh, people like nina what he's done for so long yeah. you think um only now you realise, wow, look, he's been doing it for so long. And then actually to meet the guy, like I remember um, I was looking for someone to fill out with and Dan Lawson, he goes, go go, go try out with the elite team and, and they come to do a seminar here. And then I met him and this and that and, um, you know, shout out to Nino because, you know, he didn't have to, you know, he, he was that kind of person yeah. where he was giving people a chance and he didn't train with me. We had a bit of a role and the guy's a beast, you know, but, <laughs> you know and um, had a bit of a role. And he goes, look, man, if you come down, you know, we can talk about giving you a brown belt and, uh, 
you know, come down to Melbourne, and he didn't, he didn't, he he, he just met me. He, we had a bit of a role, um, and uh, but just for him to believe in me and give me a chance, yeah. you know, always be, <clears throat> always be um, um, for me, always be loyal to them uh, to the end. Because um, he, he, he gave me a chance and then I went there and I went through the grading and I got smashed and, and I've just been going there all the time. And, and, and um, you, know, you know, just um, hanging out with him and, and, and getting mentored by him, I learned so much more and, and just respect for the coaches to him and uh, what he's built and what you've built and, and um, what we're building together with all these competitions and... Um, um, it's something we, I, I didn't know what it was all about until it leads up to this moment in time where you see how how valuable our community is and how we're all together mm-hmm. and how we all help each other um, and um, it's just uh, it's good to be part of it especially it is, at this stage it is good to be part of it I'm consistently inspired by the new teams the new guys that are coming up yeah. and coming out because they're doing exactly what we try to yeah. do not what we're doing exactly. and they just keep growing it and keep growing it and it keeps evolving and changing and turning and it creates it in its own image but every single time it's positive yeah. i know standing in our shoes the way that we are we are the heads of an academy and we have dealt with a lot of stuff to, yeah. to you know expand on what you're talking about mm-hmm. within a club of people within any group of people there's going to be different cultures races that kind of doesn't matter right yeah. that's kind of the beautiful part of it yeah, right it but there's different ideologies different yeah. learning systems different uh, beliefs if, if take any political issue you know what I mean yeah. people are going to be on two sides of, of it course, or whatever social issues as well yeah, exactly. like these things are real yeah. and they do actually happen and, and how you deal with it as a leader yeah. will have a trickle on effect about how those people deal with things in their life moving forward yeah. in general like yeah. if they had a strong leadership when they start to go through social issues like they're going to they're gonna have some great lessons to pass on in, yeah. future, in the future of their life. And Nino is a guy mm. who exemplifies that, that yeah. whole idea, right? He gives opportunities to people who need it. Exactly. Who need it the most and deserve it. So, yeah. and it just turns out monsters constantly. Oh, yeah. David Yunan, like Michael Thome, like, are you yeah. kidding me now? I'm competing against these guys and just being like, how, how did you get so good? Yeah. I mean, it's so frustrating. How do they do it, man? It's like uh, you know, th- just to go there and to and to train with them, and and you know, from their young purple belts mm. on up, you just get so much pressure from everyone, and just with 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 how how strong grapplers they are, and 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 you know, you just think, how do they do it, you know? But you know, they they, they sharpen each other. They they they. They work, you know, but you think, man, they're just, they're just so good, man. Mm. You they're know? so and technically proficient. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's um, really a high level there over there in Melbourne. And, and now now it's, it's, it's like that here as well. You know, we've we got a good, one of the biggest, um, you know, in Australia, I reckon, like best best grapplers around. You know, we've got, we got the best guy in the world yeah. coming out of Adelaide, man. So yeah. <laughs> we should be very proud. We've got, we got, we got some of the best who are currently competing in Australia and some yeah. of the best who are currently competing internationally. I mean, Craig Jones, yeah. and I've talked about it before. Yeah. Isaac Mitchell, yeah. what to, is, do, to see what he's doing now. He just yeah. won Brown Belt Worlds, yeah. legit, yeah. straight out. Like, and such oh, a okay. good guy, man. Such a good guy. Such a good kid. You man. know, you know that, that, such good people to have around, role models, um, 
competitors and, and sports people and uh, you know when when Isaac comes and uh, teaches at the gym when he's in town man all the young guys are buzzing you know to come see this guy and you know um, you know and they're, and they're now on the world stage and it's just it's just good to see man but yeah they have awesome. such good lessons to impart as well because yeah. sometimes you get caught up I mean when you see people at that that kind of level mm. everyone's a beast right? yeah, yeah. everyone's an athletic monster yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't remove Isaac from that category yeah, exactly. you know what I mean like he is he's a special yeah. type of athlete yeah. but if you've ever been taught by him and Craig yeah. for that matter and Declan yeah. as well if you've Declan, ever been yeah. taught by these guys the level of thoughtfulness and the and intricacy and detail that is in their techniques is second to none yeah. second to none you can never put it down to, oh, he was just a special athlete. No. Yeah, they are special athletes, are. plus dedicated lifelong martial artists who look so closely at the details daily mm. that you it would blow your mind to know yeah, what yeah. they know. You know what I mean? And every time he comes down and teaches, I'm learning things. Yeah. I'm learning things from Declan. Nonstop, I'm learning things. And it's yeah. just, it makes it fun it you know, does, to, to be at this level and to, yeah. to be learning constantly. And that's jujitsu. That's jujitsu yeah. in a nutshell, you know? I mean, yeah, it's actually it's funny, funny. Um, because we've mentioned David Union, it like uh, it takes me back to competitions in days yeah, gone yeah. by. And I remember watching Remo and Union fighting at uh, Abu Dhabi Pro Trials in the Gi. And that's when Dustin Brown was around as yeah, well. Yeah. And that was in Sydney. We all had to make way for that. It was terrifying. Yeah. I watched Tiago Braga and Lachlan Giles and like Carlos Vieira and like all the old school guys, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. that were around at that time. And I competed as well. I did okay. Your show was a purple belt. Yeah, awesome. um, but I remember when you said the smell of the slow cooker, that yeah, was yeah. one of the first times I'd ever had Brazilian barbecue because oh, at yeah. the front of the comp, they had Brazilian barbecue rocking all day oh, long. And they awesome. had an acai stand. I'd never had acai. You got and I'd never acai. have Brazilian barbecue. Oh, and I had so much of it. On that day, and when those hotel rooms after that were, were not a fun oh, place no, to be no, for no. anyone because you had Big De Conti in there as well. Oh, yeah. It's the first time Gigante DQ'd De Conti. was like, that was the first time oh, yeah, he got yeah. DQ'd was at that competition. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. so yeah. many fun memories. It's yeah, just I'll, like I'll these guys have been around the scene for so long. You know? Oh, no, man. So many good memories. There was actually a good memory of uh, when you were competing once, man. Oh, um, no. It was a good match, and uh, the guy was on top. And you went for a big hip escape and he went to try to put more pressure on you and then you just need him in the head and absolutely knocked him out and oh, he was yeah. out cold and you won and that was the first knockout I've seen in, uh, <laughs> in jiu-jitsu comp, man. That was awesome. It's right? true, that did happen, yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah. Pampats, Pampats, Purple Pampats, Belt. Was a big yeah. one, but, you know, the buzz of those competitions when you rock up, you know, it was, um, it was, it was, you know, it was, it's, it was part of our growth and... Uh, yeah, we need to do more of those ones where you get the whole team and take them all down yeah. and you know, stuff like that. I think we're getting closer yeah. to doing that as a state now. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I'm all about grappling and I always try yeah. to promote people Same. when they're doing things because everything that we do and everything that they do is just a reflection of each other as well. Yeah. Oh, how good is it that Kane's bringing Bomber back? Yeah, right? that's awesome, man. That's Holy awesome. shit, man. It's yeah. on the same... Weekend is Apex. Oh, okay. He's, he's coming nice. down, but nice. yeah, we've got to make an effort. You know what I mean? We're going to make an effort. I think that's to. I think that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I guess what I was saying is like I think we're getting closer to like let's say Australian Jiu Jitsu Championships is on. We've got yeah. this kind of network that's happening right now. Yeah. We're probably getting closer to a point where 
everyone communicates and goes, hey, let's take a really good South Australian contingent over yeah. to AJJC. And we get to that point where like all the coaches from the different clubs, like Declan, he'd be there coaching my guys. Yeah. I'd be there coaching M16 guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, doesn't matter what club you're from. If you're from South Australia and you all went over together, yeah, for sure. then you're all the same team, basically. Yeah, I think we would, even just saying those words, man, and thinking about what it would be like, it would just be so good I know. if we could get to that point. Yeah, I reckon we'll, man. It's going to be yeah. good. It'd be, it'd be happy times. Yeah, no. But it's good look, you know, it's... Um, you know, COVID kind of, um, the scene just before that happened, it was yeah. exploding. Yeah. There was just so many comps, man. It was probably like six, seven a year <laughs> here. And AGC was going off and everything was going off. I think it's coming back, you know, after now it's going to start uh, ramping up. We've got the Apex. I don't think they even do that anywhere in Australia, do no, they? are like a no. full martial arts, no. you know, you got every martial art under the sun there. As, as a, if you're buying a ticket to that, yeah. Man, the quality that you get yeah. as yeah. a spectator, yeah. you can literally rock up there at 9am or 10am yeah. or whatever and watch everything all day yeah. on a $65 ticket. Yeah, same for everyone. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, shout out to Aki for organising all that and, uh, you know, the, the, the ISCA guys for running it because it's not easy to run something like that, man. No. It's a huge part. Really not outdoors. Um, it's yeah. hard for security as well, yeah. I feel. Yeah, but like just to have that here, they don't. Where else do they do that in uh, in Australia, or you know, even like, do they do it anywhere in the world like that, or it's just probably, you know, but pro- probably not as unique as it is. Yeah, like, because they have the HEMA, like the sword fighting, and they yeah. have the medieval bouts, the showcases, yeah. arm wrestling, guys are lifting atlas stones. You know? Yeah, yeah. And they're probably going to add in more. You know what makes has made it very unique, which I think is very interesting. If you've seen the advertisements for esports as well, yeah, right. I think that's super interesting, man. Yeah, that, yeah. that someone within that organization of Diamondback, whether it's Justin White, Trent Winter, Craig Ike, Mike, yeah. Hill, Greg Hearn, yeah. someone's gone, hey, let's include esports to this entire fraternity of sports that we've got going on for this sports festival. That does include MMA, boxing, Muay Thai, yeah. um, Jiu Jitsu. And wrestling, yeah, yeah. You know, there's an independent organization, you know, Diamondback or Apex, putting mm. on a wrestling competition that isn't part of Wrestling SA. Yeah, no one's doing that. Yeah, there's no AGC of wrestling. Yeah, you know no, what I mean, that's yeah. coming to this state. Diamondback's the only one that's doing it. They've had the foresight to put all of that together and include esports as well. Like, yeah. So probably no. There's probably no one organization in the world that is grouping that level of you know of scope and spectrum of competition together on the yeah. same day yeah it's definitely it's definitely something new and um yeah looking forward to more and more competitions man because you know these young guys they, they want to compete and it's good to get the you know the, the the new guys coming through the gym where they're like man i drove past here for a year and i yeah. finally came in and they're, they're starting to train and you know like uh, you know it's good it's good to see you know those there's young guys coming through and then you got, you know, when you've been around for a while, like we have, you see all the different levels and the high levels helping the younger guys. And it's just good to see people that you've, you've trained become on that level where they're now proficient martial artists, uh, role models. And, you know, for me, when I see that, like for people like Saeed, um, uh, Mark and, uh, Mark Mansfield and that at the club there, it's just good to see, you, you know, you know, just give it, let them go, do what they want to do, and um, they're the next leaders coming through, you know. Yeah, shout out to um, yeah, Saeed and Mark and 
and Josh, all, all the coaches at Matrix, I have to say, Ian, a lot of times if it wasn't for Ian Thompson, man, like, I don't know if I could do it, you know what yeah. I mean? If someone there that he's like, don't worry, you go have a rest, I've yeah. got this, you know yeah. what I mean? That's um, people like him, man, uh, uh, Venice, um, Josh Frank, you know, Josh Frank, shout out to Josh, he just, um, he's, he's non-stop, whatever you need, he's always there, he's, he's taking classes and, and running the show and, and when you're competing, he's he's the guy that um, he, he's the guy that um, gives you that confidence. You know, he, he pumps you up, man. He goes, "No one's you go there, you smash him." You know, it doesn't matter who you fight; you could be fighting someone that's going to kick your ass. <laughs> it doesn't he, matter. Josh he, believes. He, he, he believes in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Josh, and then you got Samara uh, and Hayden Bates. Now he he competed real well at the last um, M16. Um, you know and. Uh, um, yeah, awesome, awesome to see, man. Awesome to see all the young guys, and uh, you know the the way the, the way the gym's going. It's very much democracy. Everyone votes, and everyone <laughs> you know says, "Oh, you know," because because it, it's, it's it's the team, and, and they're, they're the leaders coming up. So everyone needs to have their voice, you know. I believe, and 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 uh, you know, we all, we all vote for what we need, and. Sometimes you know, I've got to sit back and go, you know, the, they might be right. I think I'm right at the moment, so I'll go with the group. But then I realise, you know, it's actually, when you put the heads together, it, it works out um, it, it better because, um, you know, even when I was setting up the gym, I was asking everyone what they wanted as for the layout, the colours, even to get together and get the logo and the name. It was everyone, everyone's mm. idea, so everyone's part of it. You know, when they, when they really feel part of it, that's when... I think it's the you know the the place um, goes the best. You know, there's always a respect for the older guys and and, and the people that've been around, but you, there's also that fresh approach and and and, the, and getting the group involved to, to really um, um, make it a club like that. You know, so that's you know it's, it's the people that make the club. You know, yeah. so that's um, that's a good thing. And finally, we got the gym. You know, like uh, got the new mats just recently. You know, wanted new mats for a while and. And we, we got the mats, we got the we got the cage. We finally got the flooring right in the cage, and and then we got the ring. And um, different people come for different things. Some come for the boxing, some come for the jiu-jitsu and the grappling. And you know, it's just uh, good to accommodate um, as much as we can for all the different people and stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, just you always want to grow, you always want to improve, you know. And, and uh, looking some way to improve the gym and um, um, but yeah we're, we're lucky we're not, you know that um, we've got good, good places to train and good people to hang out yeah. with and uh, you know and then now you know after we've been around for a while we got good guys to compete against you know what I mean <laughs> got, you know we can we can go and um, you know you know we, we all got that mutual respect that's um, awesome when we, we got guys, you know, and, and um, competing and then we, we know, we know their coaches, we know their, you know, that it's going to be re respect and I, I hear a lot of times when they, when they, uh, people see that they're competing against us, they go, this is a good, uh, I'm glad we're competing one of you, against you guys because I know it's a, it's competition but it's friendly competition, it's respectful, it's a lot of love there and um, so that, that means a lot to me, you know, um, when we You get, did that. You know. You and, did that. Uh, and you know it's um but i'm very proud and yeah, uh, you should be. um um and uh, but also very proud of the people that helped me you know the bosnian club ninos like i said um uh venice and 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 ian thompson and um 
Josh Frank, you know, the, these guys, you know, one person cannot do it alone. Yeah. It's the people that come. And, you know, at the start, it, it, it was hard because, you know, you're trying to, um, um, you know, sometimes it, it can be um, challenging because different people want different things, yeah. you know, especially. But then when uh, we come together and everyone's on the same page and everyone's uh, at cause and, and everyone's... Um, working selflessly for the team, then that's a just beautiful synergy that um, you, you can really grow a gym and you, you know it's going to be around for a long time yeah. because it means so much for people, you know. Yeah. And I noticed even after we had to, everyone had to lock down and, um, you know, when, when they come back, you see how much it meant to people, yeah. when, you know, it meant so much and got a lot of influx of, of, of people coming through because I think they're seeing... Um, um, how important it is to be yeah. to train, to be to come, you know, to be able to come to a place and hang out with a bunch of a uh, bunch of people because you know we we are pack animals. We need each other. You know, <laughs> like we need a, we need we need like our families, our partners. We need to go to the gym and to see our friends and to mm. and to compete against them. But what what we've uh, been doing now is it's good to see each other at competitions and yeah. compete against each other. That's the next level yeah. that we've we've been seeing. You know, that I've been seeing with the with. Um, um, that we need these competitions and shout out to the M16 boys running the M16. Comp. They've done very well. They've that. done good, you know, and um, been uh, been lucky to be a part of it. And every time I go there, it's like you know, family. You know, yeah. what I mean, and just it, it uh, feels different now these days. Yeah, it feels these, really different. Yeah, that's 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 the buzz these days. You know, it mm. feels like um, um, you know everyone's appreciating each other, and uh, man, it's just. Uh, it's great to see, man. It's great to be a part of it, yeah. and that's we didn't know that when we started jujitsu yeah. and stuff. But um, after you know, it's like a after we all the good things of competing. But now this is this is something we've grown into of mm-hmm. of of the environment and the coaching and the and the, and the, and the whole scene. You know how much it means to all of us now. Yeah. It's, it's it's good to be a part of it. Yeah, that. you really understand on a deeper level the point of value yeah. that everything holds, and just like you said, the value that others place on the institutions as well, the academies, the gyms, whatever you want to call them, you know, like you get something taken away from you and you realize how important it is. But sometimes from the outside looking in, you go, wow, this, this person really loves this place that we created. Yeah. And it just inspires you to keep it going even more, you know, and I think the way that things are going, whether it's COVID, whether it's politics or whatever, I think obviously I'm biased, but I think with martial arts specifically, it's going to it's going to be even more important yeah. that people are coming to a place where yeah they have physical content, they're both sharing in something, mm. progressing each other. That's difficult, that's hard to learn, uh, but it's constructive and mm, it breeds it breeds positivity. You know those interactions, those social and physical interactions, are going to be very important and yeah. very coveted. Yeah, forward. I think. Yeah, well, we're very lucky with with our community that we can we can um, come together. We can train. We can we can um, uh, learn, and and then after like after doing that, you know, um, uh, training hard and, and getting good workout in. We, we you know we have a chat after, and then you know uh, you know can can you know mentor each other or counsel each other about problems. You know how it is. You go there, you train hard, you sweat it out. And then after you have a good chat and you go home. Every time. How good is that? You know what <laughs> Every I mean? Every time. And, and a lot of people don't have that. They might go to alcohol. They might go to drugs. Yeah. They might go to, um, 
you know, hit it, hit these negative things in a hard way. But that, that's a good thing about another thing about our gyms is is just the the camaraderie. That you got always someone to talk to. You can always um, get something off your chest. You can train hard. You can learn. And and we're lucky. We're lucky with grappling that it makes all these things you know available for 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 us and, and for the students. And I just want it to grow more. You know, if yeah. I had money, I'd make another gym. And just, <laughs> you, know, you know yourself. One hundred percent. I want to grow. I want to grow it yeah, too. Yeah. Trust me. And we will slowly. You know, you know we we will we'll do it. You know, whatever resources yeah. we have, we'll be pumping it into 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 a gym or another gym or. Or yeah, making the gym bigger. However much we put in, but we, we always want to add to that because we see how it's beneficial to everyone. And um, it's good to see like uh, Ike and, and boys at M16. You know, it's not easy to run comps. Let it, you know, not easy to run a gym, let alone competitions and and what they're doing and um, uh, um, putting on these comps and going through all these stress of um, organising and you know matchmaking and stuff like that. They're just going through that because. It's it's um, you know it's so beneficial uh, for all of us you know because it's the next thing isn't it it's, we've got the gyms yes. and then we we want to we want to um, um, compete yeah. now you know and, and they're the ones standing up and running these stuff and they give us those opportunities yeah. I, I understand what you mean as much as it, you know a, a club means so much to the student yeah. and the instructor. Competitions mean so much to the entire community. Yeah. And things like the M16 Open, I'm seeing people come out of the woodwork because yeah. it's just that positive environment has returned. Yeah. Marco Callahan and Dave DeConti, I mean, yeah. seeing those guys out regularly at competitions, yeah. that means something. It does. That's not an accident that, that people like that are flocking to those types of places because yeah. it's a positive environment. We've yeah. They've successfully cultivated a positive competition that everyone's everyone wants to be a part of yeah. you know just going back what you were talking about when you were setting up matrix and everyone had a voice yeah you know, everyone was involved man if people listen to five minutes of this podcast yeah i hope they listen to those five minutes yeah. of the podcast yeah. you just laid out the blueprint of how to create cultivate positive community yeah. regardless of what the venture is exactly and right. like and it's not an accident that it's been so so well valued and so well loved as it's grown throughout the years yeah. of matrix like when you start it like that the progression is inevitable the yeah. evolution is inevitable people yeah. will get better because yeah. they'll be coming there every single day because it's a positive place to go yeah. you check a timeline right just like you said someone has a bad day yeah they go to the pub, which is a negative place. Yeah. It was easy. It was an easy choice for them to do that. It's yeah. a negative place, but they yeah. go there anyway. They have a semi-positive experience that turns into a negative experience, yeah. and they feel like shit when they go home. Exactly. Someone has a bad day. They make a harder choice to come to an academy, yeah. which is extremely positive when they get there, yeah. and they walk out of there feeling like a million bucks. Exactly, That's the timeline that we want to create. And yeah. it's not so obvious, it's not so apparent, and it's not that easy. No. Like, the more positive and communal we can make our academy, the more attractive it will be to someone who's had a shitty day, because I've heard it 100 times, 100,000 times, Man, it was really hard to get here. Today. Yeah, just getting here, just walking through the doors, yeah. was a struggle. It wasn't yeah. worth it, man. I've heard it is. That I see. I see. Times. Yeah, I see people uh, that are, 
haven't seen like different cars come and they come to the car park mm. and then they take off and they leave yeah. and after, it's, it's, it's not easy to talk through the doors like just a few new students that come through um, and uh, he goes, Man, I wanted to do this for ages but then finally my mate come with me and then yeah. we're here now and they're, and they're buzzing, you know. And um, We yeah. forget sometimes that yeah. that's the place that people were, were in, you know. Yeah. We were like that yeah. ages ago. Yeah, yeah. But people are still like that. They haven't made that, that yeah. step yet and it's a hard step to yeah. take. Yeah, and no, I encourage anyone, you know, listening and who, um, you know, who wants to go and just go into a club and check it out and, and find which club you like. You can walk into five or six of them eventually you'll find the place where you like and then you can get into the get into the um environment and then um you know you'll you'll establish your place and then you'll you'll grow and then you'll meet everyone and you know it's um something something very proud for me because you know i didn't finish school i didn't go to uni and i, I was just i didn't know what i wanted to do you know for a long time and uh going to a martial arts club and uh training um with 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 you guys and coming up and stuff like that gave me a purpose it, it gave me um, something I can be proud of and, that, and then now getting our black belts it's like you know we we, we um, we're, we're now professors and, and, and something something very very proud you know when I got my black belt and then I realised you know this is um, you know very proud of myself that um, I've achieved something in my life mm. through martial arts. And when we were younger, watching Bruce Lee Van Damme and <laughs> yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's how everyone starts. Yeah, that's how everyone starts. And finally, we're here. And, and, and um, you know, it's uh, made us who we are, you know. And, um, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's, um, that's, it's like come full circle now. And then now that we can add to the community and add to um, the, the guys coming up, you know, it's, it's and, and people looking up to us as role models, it's, um, it's um, yeah, it's come full circle and it's um, something something we can be very proud of, you yeah. know, all of us guys, all of us black belts, yeah. you know. I'm like, proud, I'm very yeah, proud. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of a few of the things that I've, I've done in becoming a black belt. When, yeah, when people sure. come in to the gym, our motivation is to teach them techniques, but yeah. we know better. Yeah. Like, we know more. Like, when I started martial arts, I, I was a boy. Mm, a boy too. in many ways yeah. and, and I am a man now and yeah. I had to learn some hard lessons Same. in order for that metamorphosis to take place yeah. and I hold that very near and dear to my heart yeah. that that journey paralleled becoming a black belt yeah. and one was because of the other yeah. and they were reciprocal yeah. right? like I had issues with substance abuse I had yeah. issues with egotism yeah. I had issues with you know social competitiveness, social anxiety, I mean, yeah. things that were maybe not so clear and present in my mind that they were an issue, but they were just an issue of my own personality, an mm -hmm. issue of my own identity. Yeah. And, it, and it led to differing abilities to have good relationships with other people. Yeah. And it didn't happen overnight, no. but it did happen. Yeah. I turned into a person who was able to flip the script. And I know that when you see kids come into the academy who might have similar issues, they're hyper-competitive, they're potentially egocentric and ego-driven, give them the time of day. Yeah. Because martial arts and jiu-jitsu can do for them what it did for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. you just got to allow that to happen. If they keep coming, they keep rocking up, yeah. They yeah. might be prickly, they might rub you the wrong way, they might rub the other guy the wrong way, yeah. or whatever it might be, but eventually... You got to give them the same opportunities to do for their life what it what it did for you. And, yeah. You know, 
That sounds very holistic. That sounds very high concept, but man, boots on the floor, ground level, that's the biggest thing that I see martial arts and jiu-jitsu affording people is that yeah. life progression because... Life progression, yeah. Not everyone's going to make it to the UFC. No. Not everyone's going to be an elite world champion. Very few, in fact. The lowest percentage of people who walk in those doors will do yeah. so. So the best of what we can afford people is the potential to make those changes in their life through jiu-jitsu and yeah. find a new community yeah. that is positive. A positive community and... Yeah, we definitely, um, yeah, we've got to have patience for those, you know, young guys because we're like that, you know, and, and um, you know, that they there's all, all different levels of what they can do, you know, that, but all of them are positive, you mm -hmm. know, from UFC to to just uh, training and um, being able to defend yourself or give yourself confidence or make you, um, um, make, make you humble and, um, um, you know, uh, you know, and appreciative of, of what you have and, you know that's that that's the stuff that they can get out of the gym, man, and that's why we know that. That's why we want to. Yeah. You know, every resource we get, we want to pump it more into the gym, into the people, and and um, you know whether it's you know whatever martial arts or weights gym, you know, um, you know it's it's all positive, man, and um, me, means a lot. And it's not easy, man. It's not easy. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard sometimes to get motivated to go to training and stuff like that. But um, you know, it's. Um, it's very rewarding at the end of the day, you know, and um, it's, um, it's uh, yeah, the, 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 if, you, if you can get into it, you know, definitely, definitely give it a shot and, um, you know, I think um, more and more people, it's growing every day, yeah, you know, and, you know, I wish, like a shout out to Dave DeConte as well, opening up West Side, you, How know, good is that? you know, around the corner, and they had a, had a, had a, someone said to me, are you worried, you know, he, he, he just, <laughs> I go, man, I, go, I couldn't be more happy, yeah. you know, because, um, you know, you know, just to see another another black belt and uh, someone to grow up with, and to to have a gym. And as soon as he started it, bang, it's successful straight away. You know, and, and the the more you know, I wish there was another ten gyms around. You know, <laughs> we, we could all we could all train together. We can all, you know, it just it just the more gyms are the better. Yeah, it's funny know. now because when people tell me, oh, I want to get into jiu-jitsu, I want to get into martial arts, I don't automatically say to them, hey, come to my gym. I'm like, hey, what area are you in? Yeah. Oh, I'm down, down south. Oh man, there's some great people down south. You yeah. go here, 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 and here. And it's the same, right? Yeah. We can all confidently lead people to other gyms yeah. that are equally as apt, like as telling them to come to our own gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how cool is that? You know, that's just awesome. within itself. Like, that's, that's awesome. Like, um, um, yeah, just I've I've had other coaches from other gyms, um, um, you know, sets, guys that didn't fit out their gyms send them my way, and then and vice versa, and, and those people found a home where yeah. somewhere else where they're more comfortable or they're they're closer to, and then you know they keep them going rather than you know them not um, and you know being able to train at all, and I think that you know such such um, really. Um, really good people man really good people and, and watching everyone grow from yeah. from when we started and and watch all those guys that are you know been through life and ups and downs of life and to um get their black belts and become become um coaches and and and, and um um men and, and and women that have um um grown but become like proficient martial artists yeah. like just fit human beings yeah, that, that tr can trusted leaders yeah, a trusted for a leader good reason. 
with good morals and good, yeah. good and, and strength of character. Yeah. And and that's that's what makes me proud when I see, you know, all the different black belts coming up um, and you know, just to see these these people around, I know what kind of men and women they are, and I, I respect them a lot. And um, you know, there, there's a, there's a few black belts now in, in our community here in Adelaide, and it's you know when you see them out of competitions, you've watched them grow, mm -hmm. and to, to the people they are uh, now, it makes you very proud to see these people, and and um, you know, you, you just you're very proud of yeah. all the black belts, and you see what kind of good people they are, and and love to compete against them, and and you, you know, when we we're younger, competing against people would be like, oh, you know, we can't like these people. Yeah, or, yeah, something you know, like that. that. But yeah. now, how much you respect the coaches, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's good to it's good to be in that um, in that energy with different people because that's how you know that's how it should be. And it's been yeah. a good a good good um, good thing. And because we're like that, and I know it's the same like yeah. Adam Jones or everyone, yeah. like literally everyone. I can't think of someone who's not really yeah. like that. Because we're like that, the next generation will be able to just expand yeah. on that that mentality and that ethos. And there's some really good times coming ahead. Yeah. I, it's, I'm so glad to hear you say these things because I think them. I, I say them. I talk to people all the time about the the feeling of being proud yeah. of others. Yeah. And I'm like, oftentimes on the podcast as well, I'm like, man, I'm so proud of you. And I realize, like, do I really have any right to be proud of this person? Like, I have yeah. no ownership over you. No, like, you literally, but you happy. literally are happy and yeah. proud. Of and you see them, you see them growing up. You know, all, 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 all kids growing up to men, and 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 you see what they're like now and what they're mm. doing. And these people in the community are, are like leaders and and. and and it's good to see these kind of people that are role models and, yeah. and, and, and mentors for other people. You know, it's, uh, you, you, might, you, want, you want the world to be a better place and these are the kind of people that make yeah, the, make, they've gone through the hard, hard yards, that have gone through the training, the injuries, come, come back and, and, and um, the, the biggest thing is don't give up, you know, keep, keep going, you know, even with my journey with jiu-jitsu, I've, you know, had injuries where I've had to take a year yeah. even more yeah. off and I thought, oh, that's it, that's my journey yeah. done, you know, but what a disservice I would have done for myself yeah. if I would have stopped. Yeah, you took it away, right? yeah. And now when you get to a place where you, you can say you're something or someone um, if you stopped, you would have never got there. You know, it would have been a big shame. If it's if funny how it stopped. rolls on, though. Like yeah. my neck was this big thing. This yeah, big my saga. back too. My yeah. back too. You know? it's a, it was a saga, and back then I was like, "This is it. I'll never be able yeah. to do anything ever again." Yeah. And now these days, it's like, "Yeah, my neck's a bit sore." So bear and bowler. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. just, I just, you just get on yeah, with it and just, just keep doing it. But look, I mean, from watching Hoist Gracie. Yeah. Uh, fighting MMA to getting in there and being so well-rounded and brutally successful yourself as an MMA practitioner, you know, flying the South Australian flag interstate and fighting on every show that was available yeah. to you at the time. Like none of what has happened has been an accident. And the yeah. fact that you've been able to come on here today and just succinctly state exactly what many of us thought mm. to be true your intentions and your motivation are so pure and so community-minded that, yeah, you really are the guy who that people think you are. You really are the guy who people say you are. And that's through effort. And yeah. that's through, through thought. And yeah. that's through understanding. And yeah. Man, I, I can't commend you enough. I'm proud of you. Thanks, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm proud. proud of you. And I'm happy for you yeah. that you've achieved these things. 
because in my opinion, you deserve them. Yeah, and thanks. everyone who comes into contact with you, everyone who steps in the doors at your academy is going to benefit from it. And it's, it's because of you. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you um, putting me on and um, having a chat. And um, even, even the last, because I'm 40, turning 41 this year. It, I kind of felt in the last five years of competing, I just had to get out there before I start to get too old. You know what I mean? I said, look, man, I've got, I've got this gym. I've got to lead by example. Yeah. I've got to do these last years and put my name down for everything. Yeah. Because when I'm 55... <laughs> it might not be happening. Yet. I won't be doing it. So now's the time to yeah. do it. And of course, you always think um, I could have done more in, 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 in competing or I, I could have been more dedicated. But after I've, I've kind of just uh, realized that, you know, you, you don't, you, you won't, unless you give up, you won't fail. You mm. just have to keep going. Don't give up with yeah. whatever you do. And especially, it's always more. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially with training, you know, like and people that do get injured and they take time off for a while, just realize the biggest thing is um, uh, you, only, you only fail if you give up. So it doesn't matter if you take one or two years off jiu-jitsu or training, get back in there, and you, one day you might you might have like three four academies, and you might be such a positive role model on everyone. So that's why you can't give up, man. Or even if it's not that, even if it's you're your father or or or, or, um, or a good brother or whatever, you, you know, you, you don't give up, and and you know you'll get you'll get you'll win in the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's it, man. Perseverance and. Um, you know, keep growing everything and, and the best you can, even bit by bit, you know. That's the, that's the, that's the best thing. I, th I think that's a fantastic message to end on as yeah. well. Thank you so much. i got to get out there and Thanks, start, man. Um, start sparring, start coaching and sparring. I'm not sparring. I don't want to get hit by those guys. But I will say one last thing. Um, Anita Pagnani said she went to school with you. Yeah. You were always at the back in the tall kids photo. Yeah, yeah. And she was at the front in the yeah, short kids yeah, photo. Yeah. But she asked me... Um, you know, when you do your podcast, how, how do you get so clear with the audio and everything? What do you use? You know, what technology? Oh, is? I just want you to tell people what you can see here currently in the room that we're in. Man, we're, we're, we're in the in, in a change room with, with a couple of phones and, 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 and geese ready to um, uh, spare geese lying around, you know. Got a couple of bins, uh, a couple but, of fold-out chairs. And... But, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here, man. And, um, you know, it's, it's good to come to have a chat. And um, I thought definitely I'm doing something right if I'm invited to the podcast. So, oh, you know, I'm very, You've been doing something you know, right for a great many years, and, my um, But I'm, I'm glad, I'm, uh, you know, proud of you for doing this, um, doing a podcast, you know, with everything else that you do, it's not easy. And it's good, it's good that... Um, you're um, having a chat with uh, all, all the all the all the community and all the people. Like when you go through the list of who's been yeah. on this podcast, it's been all, all, all top people from around um, that are that are that are leaders and uh, you know giving them a voice. And you know, mm. so I appreciate what you do. Man. Thank so, you, man. I feel honoured that they would come and talk to me, and I want to keep going too. Yeah, I want to keep so going. you should, man. Yeah. So you're doing a good things. So thank you very thanks, much, man. and thanks to all the listeners, man. And um, yeah, talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel for all the bat fans out there.